What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Michael. Join us always with Lincoln, and we are coming at you with a, another left-hand, backhand podcast. Um, but we have a special show today. The bonus episode. Yeah, a little bit of a bonus episode. Um, this is going to be Disc Golf 101. Um, this episode will be for anyone that is interested in trying disc golf, anyone that has seen it around and not quite sure how to play it, um, what to do when you're at a course. So we're just going to go through a whole bunch of random things that uh, we think you need to know before you get started in the game. Yep, it's going to be to help newcomers into the sport, help your friends, to share with your friends, pin this episode, so that way you can refer back to it. If you ever have questions, we're going to try to break it down and keep it fairly simple, pretty concise. And Mike, do you want to run us through uh, our agenda? Yeah, so uh, the first one we got is going to be the objective. We'll go over the object objective of disc golf. Second, we're going to go over a whole anatomy and kind of what to expect uh, through the course of an entire hole. Uh, then we'll go over some unique rules to the sport of disc golf. Then we'll go into the tools and equipment used to play. And then we're going to finish it off with some tips and tricks from um, ourselves to help make the game a little bit more fun and enjoyable. Sweet. Sound well, good? Let's get into it. Cool. All right. So number one, the objective of disc golf. Do you want to take that away? Yeah, so the name kind of gives it away a little bit. The format is very similar to golf in that you are trying to get a disc or a frisbee, as some people like to call it, into a target. So in most cases, that would be a basket. And the objective is to get it from the tee pad or the starting point of the hole all the way to the basket in as few of throws as possible. And the scoring format is similar to golf in that you have a par or what is considered the standard to try to get it into the basket. And if you do one better than par, that's a birdie. If you do one worse, that's a bogey. And so the uh, naming functionality still follows a similar, uh, sort of looking for just similar format to golf. However, in disc golf, you'll see a lot more birdies uh, as you get better and better in disc golf compared to golf. It took me a long time to get a, a birdie in actual golf. But in disc golf, it didn't take me too long to, to get my objective achieved a little faster. Um, so it's, it's a very quick-paced sport that you can learn quickly. You can get hooked and addicted like we did and then all of a sudden have your own podcast one day. There you go. Yep. So yeah, objective is to throw the Frisbee less times than your competition and your friends. Yep. Okay. Uh, next, we're going to go into the hole anatomy. So this is kind of what you expect when you walk up to the first hole, the 10th hole, any anything that is on the course to play. Um, so right off the bat, there should be a T sign. Uh, most courses have them. They're going to be a little placard next to the T pad. Um, it's going to be just kind of show you the direction that the hole goes um, normally with some water hazards or places to avoid um, on that. the It'll tell you the distance from the tee pad to the basket. Uh, that's going to be measured in feet. 
not yards like in golf and we don't use the metric system so it's not going to be in meters um and then i'll also tell you the par which is the standard amount of shots and throws that it is expected to complete the hole right so uh, exactly right so for an example if we walk up to hole one at a close or a course close to you at Huntington Beach, you would see a layout of the hole kind of from an aerial view. Mm -hmm. You'd see what well, it's probably, we'll say 280 feet yep. and it'll show the basket will go kind of straight down a fairway and then to the right. So you start from the tee pad and it'll show you where the basket's at and give you a rough view of how to achieve the hole. And in most courses, you will have um, either concrete tee pads or something designated as a tee pad area. Sometimes it will be just dirt tee areas. I don't know why we call them tees if we're not using actual tees in golf. But that's yeah. just, again, the naming convention that we've chosen to use. Yep. Uh, and you'll see sometimes different courses will have extra basket locations and it'll usually identify okay we're going to put this in the a location or the b location and so on uh, to help the player identify how far they actually need to throw those shots yep perfect so after you throw it off of the t-pad uh your your disc will land somewhere in the fairway um in the fairway there are often bushes there are often trees there is sometimes a creek that runs through the fairway. There are sometimes ponds that you have to avoid. So there are a lot more obstacles on a disc golf fairway than there are on a ball golf fairway. Ball golf fairway, you have the nice manicured cut grass all the way from tee to green. Um, whereas in disc golf, you can have a tree right there in the middle that you have to try throw to the left or right of. Um, and a lot more obstacles to throw. But what is unique is when you're in the middle of the fairway, you don't have to, the the ground conditions don't make as big, big a factor as in ball golf because the Frisbee's up in the air, you're standing and throwing um, over a lot of things instead of having to play off of the, off of the ground. Right. And we'll get into this a little more uh, in a little bit. But a disc is, or a frisbee is very much like your golf ball mixed with your golf club. So you're throwing the same, like you'd hit a seven iron in, in golf, you would mm -hmm. throw you know, a driver or you'd throw a putter. And so you're, you change your disc based on the shot that you're wanting to throw. So if yep. you are, you know, say closer to the hole, you might want to throw a slower speed or a putter type disc and you know need to angle it around a tree or you know just however the best way in your game to be able to get it as close to the basket as possible so you can have as short of a putt as possible uh you're like michael said where you land in the fairway isn't as uh, dependent on mm -hmm. you know the the terrain just that you have a clear line to the basket or can come up with a clear line in you know different forms of throwing. Yep. And then the most important um, kind of area on a on a hole is going to be the 
the green or the circle, the area around the basket. So in disc golf, mm -hmm. it's it's unique. There is a 10 meter. So if you just from the basket, take 10 steps out in any direction. Um, that is going to be the putting green, quote unquote, of a disc golf hole. What is unique about the putting green is when you're inside that 10 meter circle, after you complete a throw, you may not step forward and carry your momentum towards the basket. Um, we will go over that a little bit more in the rules. Um, but that's what you, what is unique to disc golf, um, is there is a normally in tournaments, a measured out circle surrounding the basket that when you are inside it, you may not carry your momentum after you throw, but when you're outside that circle, you can carry your momentum over the disc when you throw. Anything else, anything and else to add? If you ever watch, yeah. If you ever watch any tournament coverage, you'll see that circle kind of drawn out a little more clearly than what we were describing. Um, but if you hear people refer to the circle or circle one, that is a 33 foot diameter or yeah, diameter around the basket drawn yep. out. So yep. we just call it circle one or circle. Cool. All right. Some, we'll go over some rules of disc golf that are unique to the sport um important to know right away um we might not need to dive too much into the like competitive side of it but just good rules um for scorekeeping and general um public play yep. cool um so one of the first things yep. michael talked about this earlier on a t-pad uh or on a t-sign you would typically see uh, you know, where the basket is, but you also might see some OB drawn out. So for instance, if there's like a walking path, it would say, you know, path and beyond is out of bounds. And, you know, there, it would show water and if you threw into water. And so we wanted to talk about how you deal with out of bounds in disc golf. Cause it's a little bit different than golf. Mm -hmm. um, and also just helping keep players safe, keep uh, you know, spectators, if you're playing in a public park, Yep. the the rules in disc golf are meant to mostly keep other people safe from flying frisbees that might hit somebody else on yep. accident yep um so that one if there is a a little lake or a pond that are, it's in the middle of the fairway and you throw into that water you would go to the point where it entered the water you would take a few steps onto dry, safe land, and you would proceed to throw from there your next shot with a one-stroke penalty. So you throw into the water in your first hole on your first shot. You go out of the water. You'll throw your second shot, but it will technically be your third shot when you're finishing the scores. Correct. Good. And... There are also things called mandatories or mandos, and that yes. is meant to, like I said, keep other players and spectators safe. But if there is a, a sign or a you know giant M on a tree or a pole or something like that, and it's pointing one direction, that means there's a mandatory left. So it means your shot has to go to the left of that mandatory 
Uh, and if well, you do not, then you have to go to, or sorry, go ahead. It, that's the mandatory could be to the right or left, but yes, Correct. whatever. It depends on where it's pointing. Yes, whatever tree is marked, um, it's normally to change the shape of the hole and is placed there around a lot of pedestrian, um, high pedestrian areas or other tee pads to avoid just throwing it into dangerous spots. But yes, you will have to go to the follow the arrow, the direction around that area, um, around that marker, normally a tree, sometimes a pole. Um, if you miss it and you go the side that's not on the arrow, you will take your next throw um, a few steps away from that mandatory tree with a penalty stroke. And oftentimes on certain holes, there will be um, either a drop zone designated or you will just have to cross to where it last was in bounds. So if you yep. miss the mandatory super early, you either go to a drop zone by the mandatory itself or you know where it crossed out of bounds. Um, and typically those drop zones are placed to sometimes keep the pace of play at a, a suitable pace so that way we're not slowing up groups behind us if we end up taking too long on a hole. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, I think now it's just getting back into the green, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, finishing out the hole. So uh, we, we touched on it earlier, the 33-foot, 10-meter circle around the basket. Um, when you are putting, you cannot carry your momentum over the Frisbee. Um, to complete a hole, it has to enter into the cage of the basket it does not have to come to rest so if it comes to rest on top of the basket it does not count um and if it comes to be resting in the chains or in the bottom of the cage that's correct yep that's it after you do that on any one throw you add up all your scores and that completes the hole correct yeah is there any rules that you anyone else because i do have one that i forgot um, so when you are throwing off the tee pad, you can run up, your feet have to be on the tee pad when you throw, but your momentum can carry you forward. When you're on the fairway, Correct. when you're on the fairway, you can stand still with your foot, um, placed just straight in line behind your disc, but not touching. Um, you can do a standstill or you can do a little run up and plant your foot in a straight line right behind the disc, no more than a foot away. So just kind of like basically the as size. As long as of you're your... not standing on your disc. Yeah, don't stand on your Frisbee, not to the left or right, just kind of straight in line behind. Um, you can run, throw, and then follow forward. Um, and that's why you can do that anywhere you... until you get inside that that 33-foot circle. So that's kind of like Correct. why we talk, talked about your momentum carrying you forward. When you're going for longer throws, you kind of want to run, get a lot of power into it. You can Your momentum can carry you over your Frisbee, but when you're in that circle, it is more of a touch, a, a putt into the basket where your, moment, your momentum can't carry you over. Correct. Good. And, if, uh, and while you are standing in that circle, you must maintain your balance. So you're, you're not falling forward over your disc 
you know, yeah. you're not you know, you're, the objective is to just show that you have control and balance in your putt to finish the hole yep um all right equipment do you want to talk about baskets at all not yeah yeah let's talk let's about talk, baskets talk about baskets where you'll see a few old school courses that might have they call them object courses where you're throwing at a particular object to complete the hole but most courses you'll see an actual basket so it will have a cage at the bottom that discs can rest in and that completes the hole and then there will also be chains hanging down from the top of the basket oftentimes there will be a you know few inch thick band around the top of the basket and mm -hmm. there will be chains hanging all around to hopefully have your disc come to rest once they hit the chains and either drop down into the cage or they can even be resting within the chains themselves. Yeah. Um, that is a disc golf basket. There are lots of different styles and types of baskets, but they're all relatively about the same size. They have mostly the same amount of chains. And so you'll see some differences, but for the most part, they're going to be close to the same standardization. Yeah. Um, and then probably to the most fun equipment that you will get to use when you're playing is the Frisbees themselves. Um, they have multiple different classifications of Frisbees, but they are, they are basically either a putter, a mid-range, a fairway, and a driver. Um, when you're just beginning it's not going to make a huge difference what you are using. Uh, but I just want, we just wanted to come tell you that there are different ones to use. The drivers will normally go a little bit farther. Putter is when you're getting closer to the basket and you want to have a nice floaty um, throw into the basket. So we'll take turns. The putter is going to look so, yeah. you, you go on the putter. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, the putter's going to look and feel a little bit sim more similar to that beach frisbee or an ultimate frisbee or a catch frisbee. It's going to have that same kind of rounded edge, but it's going to be a lot smaller in diameter, but it's actually going to weigh close to the same amount. And you'll see it, uh, a weight difference in the discs that you end up purchasing anywhere from you know 150 grams to 175 grams or so is, is yep. pretty common um, but the the putters are going to be kind of smaller diameters than that ultimate catch frisbee that you've probably seen or, or played with before mm -hmm. and this is meant to be a little bit straighter a little more accurate to be able to just kind of toss straight into the basket so when we say putt that's kind of just you know our, our adaptation from golf and we are just trying to get the disc and push it straight right into the basket in whichever way possible. There's lots of different ways to putt. Everybody does it differently, but all that matters is that it ends up in the basket. Yep. Perfect. Um, the next one we got is a mid range. So these are going to be a little bit shallower. It's going to have a little bit of a faster edge to it, but still not quite a sharp edge like a fairway or driver. Um, they will be really comfortable to hold. They will most often go straighter, similar to a putter, 
But because they are going to be shallower and a little bit more aerodynamic, you can get them to go a little bit faster and a little bit farther on your throws. So mid-ranges are great frisbees to throw um, off the tee, in the middle of the fairway, or um, closer to the basket um, because of how controllable and straight they normally tend to fly. Correct. You're going to get uh, a higher percentage chance of keeping it to fly the way that you want it to because it is not dependent on getting a lot of speed behind it. Whereas when we move up to a fairway driver, you'll, you'll hear us call them fairways, distance drivers, drivers, fairways. There's lots of different terms for them. We're just going to refer to them as fairways or fairway drivers and distance drivers or drivers in general. Mm -hmm. um, but when, when it comes to the faster discs, the drivers themselves, you'll see that they have a sharper edge to them. You'll see the diameter of the rim is fairly close to the size of a, of a putter, but it's much more blunt and is a lot more shallow in the hand. Yep. And those are meant to get you your max distance, but they also require a lot more speed than a putter to fly the way that you would want it to, which more often than not is just straight and moving towards the basket. Yep. Cool. Um, do we have some tips and tricks now for any new players looking to get into the game? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things we wanted to touch on what is the flight of a disc? You'll see if you ever go to a disc golf shop or if you look online at disc golf retailers, there are thousands of different discs that you can choose from. And yes, a lot of them do similar things. But when you get really into disc golf, you'll notice that there are slight differences to the way that the discs actually fly. And that is based on the design of the disc, the shape of the rim of the wing, the shoulder of the disc, the depth, all, there's a lot of different factors to it. Yep. But generally, if you are a right-handed player and you're going to throw it like you would a Frisbee or you know just toss it like you would at the beach with your friends, a right-hand backhand, so the back of your disc, it, the back of your hand is leading when you throw the disc. Yep. That is called the right-hand backhand throw. And that, based on the spin of the disc, is going to go out and it will fade out to the left as the disc loses speed on it. Yep. So flip it if you're a lefty. We are this is the left hand backhand podcast. We are both lefties. So if we throw it with our left hand and with the back of our hand leading, our disc is going to fade out to the right. So that's right. the backhand throw. And then there's a the other most common throw is a forehand or a flick as some people call it. And that's a little bit more of your baseball style throw Yep. of your, you know, you're just throwing a little flick forehand shot. Some people throw it in ultimate. Uh, and that is if you're a right-handed player and you throw that right hand forehand, your disc is going to fade out to the right, similar to a left hand backhand. So it's all based on the rotations of the disc. When the disc slows down towards the end of the flight, it's going to naturally fade out one way or the other based on which way you're throwing it. Correct. Perfect. Um, another thing is when, so another tip and trick is 
when you are throwing a frisbee um, from the tee pad or the fairway, you're going to want to turn your body perpendicular to your target. Um, you're going to want to swing your arm level with your chest and throw it kind of more sideways. You're not throwing it forward and you're looking where you're going. Um, those are for longer throws. Um, you can get a little run up. You can stand still. When you throw a disc golf frisbee, it is not like a ultimate frisbee or a beach frisbee where you want to throw it in the air and have it float to your target. These are a lot more dense. They are a lot more aerodynamic and they are meant to be thrown as parallel and flat to the ground as possible, not so much in the air. So when you're throwing, Correct. if you if you can keep them parallel to the ground, you will get a lot more distance um, with the speed of the Frisbee than throwing it up in the air because they are not meant to fly like a tanker. They are meant to fly like a really fast airplane through the air. Yeah, that's a great point. If you do throw it nose up, kind of like that ultimate Frisbee, you'll see the disc kind of just stall out and fade very quickly or, you know, just start Turn either in. if it's right hand, backhand, it's going to dump out to the left. Um, whereas if you're able to kind of keep the nose down, you're able to get the actual glide of the disc. So as the rotations of it, the wind will pass underneath it and fly the way the disc is designed to have it fly. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the hardest things in disc golf when you're coming to this new sport, especially compared to, you know, all other throwing sports where you're, if you're wanting to get something to go far, you're trying to put air underneath it. Yep. Whereas if you put air underneath these, it's not going to help as much in terms of adding distance to your shot. Yep. Yep. Um, and then one of my last tips and tricks is when you get closer to the basket and you are going to be putting, that is when you can, turn your shoulders, face your body more towards the basket and do yeah, a square up. Square up and do a more straightforward, straight back type of throwing motion, um lofting it. You can spin it really fast, but you want to be more facing your target when you're doing a shorter putting motion, um which will help with your aiming and timing, kind of like a free throw in basketball. Like take your time, yeah, great. set yourself up, go straight to the basket, and then it's just a little little motion to to uh, finish out the hole. Yep, that's great. Yeah, uh, my last tip slash trick to especially as you're getting into disc golf is to not think of it as much as it's just your arm throwing it because it it's only going to go as far as you can get spin from a small arm motion it's a, a little bit more of like a lawnmower pole or something where, where you need to get your back and your legs into it and if you're able to get your whole body throwing the disc you're going to see it fly a lot faster and therefore go further distances yep. of course it's always more fun to have or see your disc fly a long ways in the air because then it makes you feel cool when you can get closer to the basket faster than your friends Yep. and hopefully get it in less shots. Um, but that's the art of disc golf is 
as you get into it and learn more, you'll find certain discs work for you and, and the way that you throw. You'll find out if you like to throw forehand or backhand. Some people throw tomahawk shots over the top of their head. There's yeah. lots of different ways you can do it. It's just trying to get in as few shots as possible and have fun while you're doing it. Yeah. And if you have a good PE teacher, make sure you listen to them because they know what they're talking about when it comes to throwing mechanics. So if they have um, new and different things to add to the to how to throw a Frisbee, um, listen to them. Give them a try, and it might work out for you in the end. And if you're interested in learning more about how to throw you know, at the, the 201 level, just uh, – check us out and we'll get you that next that next step level and try to help uh further your game exactly it just it just gets more fun the better you get so yeah awesome so good luck to everyone out there um getting into the sport i hope you have fun i know it's brought us a lot of joy in our lives and uh, it's something that we're going to continue doing for a long time Uh, that's what makes it such a fun sport is it does not require a lot of physical physicality strength um or speed it's just going out there practice have fun with your friends playing in the park so it's a good time um and not too taxing but you're out there walking getting your exercise and heart rate up absolutely perfect all right lefties out see ya